0: Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we explore and discuss the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities, which you may have heard referred to as the greater metro area. My name is David Steele. I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, a singer, songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, a husband, a father, and my best friend for almost 25 years. In today's episode, we like to welcome our first ever stand-up comic guest, John Wallen. John was recently crowned Funniest Comic in Oklahoma City by FunniestComic.com. He also recently returned from a trip to New York City where he got to do a few shows and explore the open mics in New York. We wanted to have him on to ask him about how the trip was and what he did to prepare for it. He also told us some great stories about his time doing stand-up so far. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoy today's episode, as we greatly appreciate your time and attention.
1: 5, 4...
0: Hello, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. <laughs> My name is David Steele, and with me is... Nick Campbell. Today, we like to welcome our first ever stand-up comic guest yeah. John Wallen yeah
2: we did it guys uh, uh, <laughs> thank you thank, thank you, you for, for coming
0: the funniest in OKC yeah, yeah. officially yeah. That's officially won a, that title a big, uh, thing how's it with, feel?
2: Yeah. Uh, it feels <laughs> cool I guess Damn. I feel like nobody believes that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't like, believe it in like, New York <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I was on a show and they what's were that? like what's your credits going up because they're about to yeah. send me up and I was like oh uh, I was named funniest comic in OKC and he just goes <laughs> alright
0: <laughs> and then didn't say it <laughs> what that's not it's a real like, credit yeah it's, I don't know it's cause they do that but they do that all that company or whatever that does it does it all over this country right so there's a funniest comic in Kansas City or whatever right mm-hmm. so I wonder if it I mean they must have heard that before I don't know
3: <laughs>
0: what kind of credits
1: were other people using
0: yeah uh, they're like this person writes for the
2: Stephen Colbert show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really cool yeah. They're like oh, suits, suits, suits. like real credit. That's awesome, though. That's yeah, cool to get to work with those guys of.
1: How'd you of get people.
2: on the show? How'd you? Uh, so I just reached out to some comics that I know. Uh, I reached out to like Hamza Chowdhury. He's uh, from Oklahoma. He lives in New York now. He's the homie. Super cool. He hooked me up. Uh, reached out to Mia Wilson. She's a nice. friend. I met her through Blue Whale Festival, comedy festival.
0: Mm-hmm. I've seen the graphic for that anyway. Maybe on your page, but <laughs> that's a cool thing. So, um, so you just
1: got back from New York, yeah, a couple so, days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Well, it's one of the reasons why we brought you on, is so we kind of want to just pick yeah. your brain about, you know, being from Oklahoma, and then just what did you do? just decide to go up there? Did you make it a plan? Did you just did you call anybody before you went up there?
2: So. Originally I was going with local comic Caleb McCurry. Is it out of frame? Um Yeah. Welcome everyone to your mom's garage. I'm your host, Caleb. You gotta you gotta give it time for the logo. Okay, yeah. Uh he really wanted to go to New York. He's like thinking about moving there, so we were like, this would be perfect, we'll see what it's like um and then we were kind of just looking for like a time to go and my friend sam wagerzinski he has a band called Binquad. quad they- oh
0: yeah I've, I've never seen him i know that name because i know real quick about that band don't i know this because they're named after a Star Wars character. Yep. Right? Ben Quadradero from episode one, the Pod Racer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm familiar with that band. That's
2: Super cool band. They're awesome. They started in twenty eighteen, I think. But uh they're on tour with Hot Mulligan.
0: Oh yeah. They're
2: so yeah. I was like, they're gonna be in New York, this is a perfect time to go.
0: So you guys got to hang out with them and stuff and chill in New York.
2: Yeah, it was super awesome. That's cool. Like, I went to their, like, first show where they're, like, playing in a basement. Yeah. (laughs) Where people are sitting on the couch uncomfortably.
1: Oh, nice. Those are fun. Yeah. Now they're, like,
2: thousand-seat things. You're like, oh, my gosh.
1: And then you went to a thousand-seat show. Yeah. So you're like, hey, here's a basement. (laughs) Yeah. And then here's actually what you want to do. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. You got to do those. So that's, like, their open mic? (laughs) <laughs> like a, well, I, I, I don't mean, know what basically for what music scene is in in New York City. I'm sure it's better than here. I mean,
0: but that's similar <laughs> to what we do. I mean, I've always for my bands. It's like, well, how do we? What was the first show that each band that I've ever played in was a house show? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you remember no that matter one matter we did what? in Norman? Yeah,
1: yeah, we did one. And it was just like a punk in house, a basement, like a collective like house. Yeah. House
2: shows are fun, dude. Yeah, it, was it was pretty rad. It's pretty rad. I went I went to a house show, uh, that Bin Quad was at and it was at this like infamous house known for like throwing house parties, like crazy house parties, and it was super fun and then I'm pretty sure it was either like the next day or the next week it was raided by the D E A.
1: Nice dude. That's probably epic. that's that's it. That's that house's credit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Well, so so you went out. Uh, Caleb ended up not going, right?
2: Yeah, Caleb he, came down with a sickness. Yeah, I think yeah. he got yeah. COVID or the flu. So, so a little disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: welcome. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: But it it happens. You know, we'll yeah. make another trip. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Now you've been there, so you know that you know know a little bit about it. You can hopefully reach out to the same people next time. So mm-hmm. it's a good thing to for comics, I'm sure to get out. I mean, similar with musicians, that's, you know, I've known that I've never been in a band to get out of Oklahoma city yet at all. Like I played in Tulsa and Oklahoma city, Uh, had some shows booked in Wichita in 2020, of course, (laughs) those got canceled. So, um, but it's like for bands you want to start going back to the same places each year or whatever. And you make those contacts so it's gotta work the same way with comedy. It's probably easier even with comedy because you can just fly to any city, A band can't really do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have
2: to like bring yeah, anything with you know, me, so it's pretty convenient. All right, so you do the you you walking around. You got
1: 35 bucks. I'm gonna like I'm doing all these mics, right? You're doing the mics. How, did you get? You jumped on a few shows. Was that with Humza's help and stuff?
2: Yeah. Uh, so I got. One from Hamza, one from Mia Wilson, and then one from uh, Neil Rubenstein put oh, me in nice. contact nice. with a lady named Abby, and she was super helpful.
1: Killer. And good crowds?
2: Oh, yeah. Receptive. The shows, like, they had great crowds. Like, the people were all there to laugh, ready. Like, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. super cool. You have
1: to fight? You know how you, sometimes you have to fight here at certain shows or bar shows and stuff like that was it the same was it, was it bar shows or was it actual uh
2: clubs? so two club shows and then uh what would be like a bar show Yeah, it like rad bar or something you know it was like at a brewery but it's like it not in the bar area it's oh, nice. like behind where all the barrels are and stuff so oh okay it's cooler than like a bar show because the people there are there to listen mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like you're like just throwing it at them. That's and then each
1: show was paid show.
2: Uh, so the first club show I did, I don't think it was a paid show. It's also like their definitions of club are way different than what we imagine a club to be. Okay. Like the Tiny Cupboard is like the club I played on Monday, and that was like I'm trying to think of something like adequate in size. Not bigger than Grand Royale. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like
1: so pretty intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh but then yeah, none of the rooms were like big rooms by any means. Even like the mics were in like very like tucked away places. Oh, that's kinda cool though. Like there was a mic that was basically in an office building janitor's closet
0: <laughs> Real, yeah the and there were like
2: room, 15 comics in there
1: <laughs> oh really damn well did so um, did people pay to come to these shows too like you had to pay to get in
2: uh so for the tiny cupboard I think you did yeah I think all of them were all of them except the one that I did that was like a bar show were paid
1: yeah that makes sense
2: yeah
1: uh Okay, let's see. So after you got done, did you did you run into anybody that you knew? Any comedians that you've seen? Bigger ones, smaller ones?
2: Um, I mean, I ran into, like, comics that I see in, like, my algorithm. But I'm almost positive that they're in my algorithm because of Hamza. Because, uh-huh. like, all these people are just friends with Hamza.
1: And they all post and do stuff for yeah. the same...
2: So... It was cool seeing them. I don't know if it's, like, actually anyone, like, oh, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. But to me, I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. But, yeah, was, it's was, like, like you recognize
0: him. those people, and that's a good, you know, it seems like you're already on the, if you know about the network that exists there, it's like you can get in, you know, meet those people and get to know them. You yeah, know, did you do time. any Facebook groups before you went up there? And like, hey, I'm coming down, anybody help out? Or? I
2: didn't. Uh, I mean, I, feel, I was told that's, like, a good idea, but... I was like, I'll figure it out. Yeah, nice. you know? yeah.
1: How much would you say, say a guy like me or somebody who just wants to go to New York, try it out? How much would you say to budget to mm-hmm. just go up there and come back for a week after a week?
2: Um, I budgeted way more than I actually needed because I was so paranoid that I was gonna like run out of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. So like, realistically, not including like your plane or like hotel or anything like that
0: just to yeah
2: yeah just like day-to-day stuff i was spending like less than like 70 dollars a day that's not bad mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's actually really good
2: and that's like with all the like train fares mm-hmm, and like to all get that mm-hmm.
0: yeah because that's like just getting cabs or ubers or and stuff like that too because like sometimes it's like yeah i could make it back to
2: Humsa's by the subway but it's also two in the morning yeah i've <laughs> taken the wrong train four times so i'm just gonna take an uber yeah home. yeah there
0: you go yeah. but yeah it's probably a lot easier to get around there than it is i mean oklahoma we have terrible transportation like that but in those cities it's Cheaper, even, Ubers. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I think. Well, even that rail
1: car downtown, man. I mean, yeah. that just feels like a huge waste.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not knocking it. It's really
1: cool. I mean, I love when it's right in my way <laughs> and I'm trying to get down the street. <laughs> All right. There are <laughs>
2: definitely people that, like, that benefits their life and mm-hmm. that are glad that we have that, like, little yeah. trolley car thing. But if you really want, <laughs> like, mass transit, yeah. we need, like, a way more in-depth yeah, system. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I mean,
0: Oklahoma City is just too spread out, too, so that's a big issue with it. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's a, a city good. made for cars. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But, uh... And cows. <laughs> you can have a horse in the south side. <laughs> yeah, you can just have one. Damn. Yeah. One horse, five chickens. <laughs> that's lot. I
2: heard that uh, you should get a horse because you can't be charged for drunk driving if hmm. you're on a horse. Yeah, cuz well, the, in- yeah, so <laughs> the horse is a drunk. Yeah. the horse drunk. Yeah.
0: He's actually
1: It's the first Uber.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, you, you still get public intoxication. So <laughs> that's the problem. Um, but let me ask you this. I did
1: uh, on the run up. Did you how did you prepare to come out to New York?
2: Um how did I prepare? I don't even know if I really prepared. I guess <laughs> I so I did some like local shows that had more restrictions than I normally do. Because I was under the impression New York is not gonna be as open about joking about certain topics.
1: Right. Now what would those topics be?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, they? Tell you? From experience, uh, they're not really cool with jokes about gay things. Okay. Like, at all. Yeah. Uh, They weren't particularly cool with jokes about race, either. Okay. Which, I mean, I get it. It's like a more multicultural place. But in my mind, Mm. that seems like why race jokes should hit better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they all know people. Mm -hmm.
2: Like, here, you could say a joke about a race... And Oklahomans are like, I've never met one of those people. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah, they don't even get the context at that point. That's Mm -hmm. a good point. Yeah, but but it does make sense because it's probably a lot easier to get in trouble with race jokes Mm -hmm. and more (laughs) multicultural. So I mean, they're like, no, just none of it. You know, I mean,
1: I feel like there would be more of a shared knowledge between the people because you're (laughs) there amongst it. You know, you're like, oh yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. Or oh yeah, I can see that. But it's almost like when you call it out. They're like, hold on, let me see if everybody's cool 1st <laughs> like, all right, we're good, we can laugh, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so... So you, you kind of planned on trying not to step on any
2: toes. Yeah, okay. try to be a little more tasteful, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, like, it was almost, like, for not, really. Like, at open mics, that kind of mattered. They were not about, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, on the actual shows i was more tame than a lot of people yeah really and that does not happen here (laughs) 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 i I don't even think your
1: stuff's really that risque you've never said anything that's so untoward that i was like oh my god
2: i don't say like that wild things and i think if you follow the logic i am actually typically on the right side of like whatever problem but people hear like these buzzwords and they're like oh my gosh yeah they shut down mm -hmm. this is what he believes
1: Yeah. yeah Well, and that's like, as comedy goes, you know, sometimes you play the opposite side to get the funny on the other end, you know? And oh, so yeah. It's kind of. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got a lot of New York questions. <laughs> <laughs> Ask that's cool. Yeah, keep going. Uh, New York stuff. So, so, did you research any mics to go to? How'd you know where to go? Did you just kind of followed around Humza? Or? Yeah,
2: I pretty much just hit up Humza, because I stayed with Humza. So, I'm like oh, nice. sleeping in this apartment, so. We would go to mics together. Um, he told me, like, what ones to hit. It wasn't, like, something, like, I really looked into before. Because they have so many, it's not, like, necessary.
0: Yeah, you oh, can just really? go to, you can just Google it, I'm sure, and walk down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what'd you, uh, what'd you hit up? Uh, any, so. Yeah, any places in particular you'd The hit first
2: mic I hit was Black Cat. It's like a cafe. Uh, it, it So for context, every single mic felt like doing JJ's Alley. Oh, <laughs>
3: nice. So
1: everything was a deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's are people like, not paying attention?
2: People are not paying attention. They don't want to be there. They have three <laughs> other like mics that yeah, they need to go to. Yeah. So as soon as they hit theirs, they're out. They're like, we're that's, not waiting around to see other people.
0: That's what I've heard it's like. I've never, I mean, I just listen to podcasts and people, comics talk about living in San Francisco and that's what they do. They'll hit up five mics in a night and then the comics will just, you know, and that's how they do, you know, get their reps in. Yeah. Well,
1: here right. too, we'll be like, All right, I'm going to stay and watch three, yeah. three people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to the next one. So <laughs> that way
0: I don't feel bad. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but they're there just like i ain't got time dude yeah, i'm not here for your
1: feelings mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but they're there to really work like you were yeah. saying before i mean they're putting in the work so yeah they're yeah. proving they're hungry right yeah oh yeah definitely
2: but uh that was i mean it was an interesting mike
0: wasn't i don't feel like a fruitful mike yeah per se well you got the experience of it and mm-hmm. like you said i like that you said about jj's because that's a good thing for people to know if they're you know go to jj's every week if you really want to get better and and get ready for the other cities out there like that
2: jj's is one of my favorite mics Mm -hmm. in the city it's like such a controversial (laughs) opinion people are like i hate jj's but without a doubt if you can do jj's you can do anywhere
1: oh really Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i've always loved it yeah, it was the first place I bombed, and then I didn't do it for eight years. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then when I came back, I was like, oh,
0: everybody has this experience. Yeah. It wasn't just that me. I was just like, you probably shouldn't maybe start there then. <laughs> <laughs> so but... Just know that you're going to feel bad after. <laughs> that's right.
1: But yeah. no, it's tough. But once you do get them mm-hmm. at JJ's. Or, like, oh, that's the place, place.
2: most exciting feeling. When you win over JJ's, yeah. you're yeah. like, there's nothing that could stop me right now.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. a good yeah, thing. Dude. Yeah, that's a good tip sure it's a good little bump uh,
2: so so the
1: mics i heard that you have to um have to like pay to get into some of them yeah the...
2: all of them i did you had to pay How to much? get in uh it ranged from like five dollars to ten dollars okay so i mean like let's say you hit one mic a week or one mic a day that's 35 a week and just oh, wow. like open my oh, every day yeah that's
0: a good point
2: but some of them were like cool and they would like give you something with it so like you would get like a free beer yeah that's pretty good uh, there was this one cool place I want to I'm not gonna say name because I'll probably say the wrong (laughs) Uh, but they gave us an option for what we could get so you could get like a free beer a free thing of fries or a free taco that's 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 pretty
0: convenient yeah yeah, especially if people maybe not drink. I mean, like me, I'd, you know, not that I do comedy, but it's like, okay, I'm getting paid in beer, it's like I don't drink, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I usually pay for, I try to do a beer or something while I'm there. So, like, it's usually, I mean, beers now is like five, seven bucks. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. I mean, so they're not
0: Especially in New though. York, I mean, it's probably way more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, stuff but, in New York was pricey. Right. Yeah. But, so a free beer is like, that's $15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's funny
2: because, so. like, at the exact same time I'm there like paying to do open mics we have Othello's going on in Oklahoma where they're like paying you to come to their open yeah. mic <laughs> were
1: not they giving away like a hundred bucks and like a bunch of oh. gift cards mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah every the...
2: comic that went up got some prize yeah mm-hmm.
1: dude see I love going I like Othello's it's a tough one just cause it's like it's late you know I, it's harder to get up in the morning but it's just and it's a tough mic you know well, and, it's all
2: college kids yeah Mm, and yeah. if you you don't line up with what the college kids believe, they let you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> They're very vocal. Yeah. That's funny. Have you mm-hmm. ever had a run-in with that up there? Or, at Othello's? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure you have. Okay. <laughs> OKC, like, doing your, oh, your yeah. style of comedy. I, yeah, people
2: get mad at my comedy all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Like, um... Let me think. There was one time... Well, sometimes I also don't handle situations well. I get that because, like, uh, I've been heckled before, and I just shut down Mm. in the sense of like, I'm done telling material, and I will attack this person (laughs) personally. (laughs) Is
1: this in Bricktown? No, no, (laughs) this was
2: uh, this was in Dell City. It was this.
1: Oh, they deserved
2: it. It was a wild show. Mm. People were yelling out, "This dude!" I'm like one joke in, and he's just like, "That's dumb." and I lost it and I was like you're dumb no one cares what you have to say if you mattered at all in life you would be on the stage and not having to watch shut up yeah Yeah. and he was like what did you say to me and it's like one of those moments where you're like I either have to double down or I have to run out the door Mm -hmm. right now and I was like are you too stupid to understand English? <laughs> Shut up. I don't care. Yeah. And he said, I said, that's dope. <laughs> I was like, Phew. I stand by what I said.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so just
1: a slight misunderstanding, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what the importance of communication. Oh, and that brings okay. me to the next thing. Uh, you, you got a degree in strategic communication. Strategic yeah. communication. Well, how and... would you think, how does that help you deal with hecklers, you think? <laughs> <laughs> how does it help
3: you?
2: <laughs>
0: in that uh,
1: moment, could you tell us
0: what about strategic <laughs> communication
1: helps you handle that situation?
2: A lot of people like to bag on strategic communication, like it's not some important degree. But I feel like you could understand every word I've said so far yeah so that's a 100% yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's
2: also English (laughs) strategic communications it's uh I don't know it just helps you like think about things in the moment know why you believe things I don't think it's like a particularly useful degree I think it's, it's like it makes you more yourself like I know why I believe what I believe and I think what I think because I do now do research into everything and I'm just skeptical, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but, yeah, that's the way to be. I think you want to question everything and always test different hypotheses where you can. What made you want to get into that field, anyways? Like, what is it that you wanted to understand, maybe yourself more, or how to communicate better?
2: It's like I was probably about like 22, just. No discernible life mm-hmm. skills whatsoever, yeah. you know? <laughs> kind of Nothing that yeah. could be turned into a job. And I was trying to get a degree in graphic design. And then I was like, <laughs> Great I degree. am a very bad tough. artist. It's, <laughs> a, it's,
0: it's a tough field. <laughs> That'll hold you back. Yeah, <laughs> it
2: did. And then I was like, what's kind of like graphic design, <laughs> but without drawing? Yeah,
0: well, okay, it makes sense. And I was like,
2: marketing. And then I was sense, like, this is like numbers and stuff and i'm not really about that Mm what's kind of like marketing like strategic communication so i just kind of like ended up there that's cool after i couldn't do anything else yeah you kind of
0: but it's kind of you're kind of drilling down into to maybe why you wanted to actually do graphic design to begin with was to communicate because i have as a graphic designer for 20 years like i've uh i mean i know a lot about it so it's but it is a communication, visual communication. I mean, it's what well, my degree was in graphic communications. It's, uh, you know, what's well, what it was called. So it's fascinating. But yeah, but yeah, that's, a, I didn't even think about it like that. I was thinking more strategic communication as like negotiation or something like that which is probably... That'd be awesome. I mean, that, that, that that's kind of what so it, where cool. I was thinking when, it, when I think of that. But like it's, hostage negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. No, I read a book recently. I have the book just uh, like last month. It's uh, written by this guy, Chris Voss. It's called... Um, I told you about it, didn't I? What was it called? Never Split the Difference. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's a great book about... It. He's a formal, former FBI negotiator... And he wrote. I mean, he came up with all these tactics, but they apply to every conversation, especially a negotiation of any kind. But I love that book. I highly recommend it. But it's so that's not what it is. But but it's more so getting a a, a message across
2: efficiently. The (laughs) the way they describe it is it's a business communicating outwardly Mm -hmm. to the public. So like it's like advertisement, public relations, into marketing and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Without way. having to focus on, like, right. analytics mm-hmm. of things. That's
0: a good... I probably would be interested in that topic, because I'm the same way. I hate marketing. I do it a lot, but it's like I know a lot about it, but I actually hate the analytical part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the graphic design of it and the kind of promotional aspects of it, you know, doing... Running ad campaigns or whatever, but not so much in the, you know, numbers and analyzing data and shit, so... Uh, but yeah, the communication aspect is much more appealing. Would be to me too, so that's cool. Um, well, do you uh,
1: did you did comedy have a hand in picking that at all? Yeah. No, because I
2: started comedy way after. Yeah. Um, so I. Yeah. How long
0: have you been doing comedy? I wanted to ask you that. I'm
2: coming up on two years. Okay. So still super new. Mm. December 1st will be two years.
0: Nice. Congrats, man. You got really far. For, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, obviously. You're the two years host. funniest comic in OKC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not that hard. No, <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. There's a ton of great comics in this city. So that's a great honor, actually. Yeah, it's it's super cool. And there was a ton of people in that contest that, I mean, yeah, there's they oh yeah very funny people. There were real killers yeah, yeah. like Brandon killer easily. <laughs> won that. He was, he's, he's very funny. He was supposed to do your show uh, the other night. Go oh, I put a
1: cork in it. And, and yeah, like, yeah. Um,
0: which he got on a bigger show. Yeah, with uh, <laughs>
1: Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, <laughs> which so. is perfect pairing for him. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh know? yeah yeah yeah. But, so,
0: but we were talking about how it's like he would have been great. He's great in any situation. I yeah. feel like
1: but that's why I keep him. Like I'll bring him. This is why he's always at lively. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> like if
1: I, I'll do my host set. And then if I falter, I'll just Brian. Brandon's always right after, yeah, and he He'll always brings it back, brings back up. Back up. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, and so, so he's more of like a safety net, of like, and I like
2: watching him. I mean, I've seen oh, yeah. Brandon is one of those dude. people that you could throw him on legit mm-hmm. almost any show, and it's going to be fine. He yeah, can, I
0: think I feel like he has a great connection with all kinds of people, or he finds a way to connect with any crowd in a way.
1: Yeah, well, he, he has that harder edge where he's like hey I used to be a a drug dealer and Mm -hmm. I used to be this rapper but he's like but I'm also a nerd Yeah. (laughs) so he'll go from like uh, yeah I grew up on 10th street to yeah who likes Spider-Man and Harry
0: Potter and he always hits my
1: like 1990s kid Mm -hmm. stuff you know anyways this is just us
0: but his bread. But but, you <laughs> know, like you said, beating him out for the for the actual yeah. title. So
1: you're better than Brandon. That's cool, yeah.
2: man. <laughs> We've all heard it. I wasn't yeah. the one to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You heard heard Campbell it first and yeah. the whole city of Oklahoma City. You get better,
0: Brandon. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I I had a few kind of. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you about something you got to do recently. I just saw on your Instagram uh you did a show with Jay Chandra Saker i said it right Ooh, nice, nice. uh director of super troopers one of our favorite movies oh, really? with uh marty johnson who we really yeah liked. it was super awesome that was
2: like <laughs> that was like a dream come true Yeah. because like uh when i was younger i remember watching like super troopers mm-hmm. Beer Fest. Yeah, all of Uh, of
0: the, what's it called? The. Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard, yeah, yeah.
2: And I watched that with my uncle. Mm -hmm. I was staying the night with him, and he was like, if you tell your parents (laughs) that we watch these movies, I'm gonna tell them that you are lying and you went and bought them on pay per view yourself. <laughs> see, and then Larry. now I'm working with the guy, and like my that's, uncle's yeah. coming out to see it. I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, that's a, that's yeah, a whole he doesn't thing, deserve yeah. that. He to stand up
1: for you? You know what I'm
3: saying?
2: The secrets awesome. between uncles
1: is not a good sign. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so, yeah, that, I just thought that was cool because I hadn't even seen that, I guess, or he was even here because that would have been a fun. Uh, show to go to. If I it was so cool. He
2: like complimented one of my jokes. Nice. I was like, <laughs> oh, nice. that was like, live with yeah. you for yeah. the rest of your life. It was like uh, he uh, was coming in in the middle of my set, so yeah. he didn't hear the whole joke, and then was walking to the green room, so he didn't hear the punchline. So when I got to the green room, he's like, "Let me guess." And i was like oh, this shit. is cool <laughs> oh, nice. and then he guessed one of the punchlines, and i tried to insinuate there's more to the joke yeah. but he kind of
0: was like yeah but, that's about right that's a good joke. that's cool nice. was yeah. like, nice. that's great man that's that's so cool to get to work with people like him and just like a legend i mean he's uh, i assume he's been doing stand-up for as long as he's or longer than he's been making movies i don't know i I don't know a ton about him i'm not really
2: sure how long he's
0: been doing stand up. i mean but as far as just being funny i mean (laughs) mean, no he's been funny for so long (laughs) no matter what that's for for damn sure uh that's a cool experience and like you said getting to because we were talking about that earlier but just you know people here getting to work with big acts like that now and just getting the experience of meeting them and getting the feedback is so helpful, I'm sure. Oh, do yeah. the
1: credits from that, like, help you? Yeah. Do uh, you um, say. Yeah. Working alongside people?
2: <laughs> I think it does in some sense. Like, uh, if you, like, look at my Instagram, I don't yeah. have, like, a ton of followers. I have less than a thousand. But if you look through my, like, pictures and stuff, you'd be like, OK, wow, he's, like, working with, mm-hmm. like, big people, so yeah. he can't just be, like, a nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're. What does here.
0: it look
1: like? Like when you go in there and you, you, they ask you to do something. They just call you up. They send you an email.
2: Uh, yeah, they send like a message. It's either like email or Facebook. Yeah. Uh, typically email, but.
1: But when you go, you get that, and then you you show up, and then you're like, they tell you, hey, don't talk to the guy, or you can talk to him. What's what's your? You just walk into the green room. Hey, what's up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like. I mean, everyone deals with the green room differently. I'm... This is maybe so naive whatnot, and, like, headliners and bigger comics would be like, what an idiot. But I'm from the impression this is my green room as much as it is theirs. Yeah. I'm on the show, so I'm going to be in the green room. And if I'm going to be in the green room, I'm going to make conversation. Yeah. You know? Like, we're not just going to sit there in silence just awkwardly. What's your
1: opener? The first thing
2: you say, right (laughs) off the bat. I'm just like, uh... Well, usually I'm just like kissing their butt. Yeah. 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 Just say something. That's That's
1: you like, "Oh my god, That's the host.
2: <laughs> this is so crazy!" Yeah, yeah. I love you, John Heffron. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally not dead. Yeah.
1: Oh, before we go any further, <laughs> so I just want to ask you: Do you, you want to talk about? It? Is that cool? Yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. So I don't know if this is the the biggest bomb. Was that one of the hardest bombs that you've had?
2: No, because I didn't bomb. You didn't bomb. Okay, it was okay, a, okay. up to that day. That was the best set I've ever had. Oh, really? I murdered the set. Okay,
1: so go ahead and explain the situation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, it was the first time getting to host at Bricktown. They were uh, letting me host for John Heffron, hmm. first person to ever win Last Comic Standing. Oh, okay. yeah. So, a pretty big name. Yeah. Uh, super honored to do it. Uh, he comes... I'm supposed to only do the Thursday show because Friday, Saturday uh the host is able to make it. Hmm. So do the Thursday show, it goes well. When he gets off stage, he's like super sick and like hmm. has to be like rushed to the hospital. Damn. We're like, oh my gosh, that's scary You <laughs> know? So then uh the next day they I wanna say they cancel the late show. So Well like, I was at
1: the early show and he got sick on stage and he had to get off. well that was saturday That'd was be that was saturday. saturday yeah yeah. 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 okay go ahead.
2: so friday i think they canceled the late show and are like he's able to do the first show but he can't do the second one um so he does it then no they they have the second show he just can't do it because he's not feeling good so they call me back up to host i get to host a second show i'm like this is super cool I was working at the club at the time, so super mm. convenient. I'm already there.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Um, then Saturday comes, so like he's all good to do both shows, no worries. Yeah. First show in, he starts having a like almost breakdown on stage. It's like about like seven minutes into his set. Yeah. Like super early on. Yeah, we were on.
1: Up pretty close up front, and we were, like he was sweating. Well, he, it, he was having vertigo as the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the whole deal. Yeah. yeah okay.
2: They couldn't turn the lights down too low because mm-hmm. it made him nauseous. Mm-hmm. He had to sit down because he was shaky. Yeah. He couldn't turn his neck because it made him nauseous. Yeah. But he was still killing. He
0: was still, yeah. I still mean, doing well. That's like yeah. tough. That to, even to have to go through that, it's like I'm still gonna be out here and perform. Yeah. You know, he made jokes this. about it. Yeah, yeah.
2: But then there was a point where it's like, all right, this is getting a little out of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the yeah. manager yeah. calls it, and he goes up to like the club and they're like get John off stage. Mm-hmm. So then they're like on the side of the stage, like John, come off stage. You're like, You're done, you're good. Yeah. Like, come off stage. And he's not doing it. So the manager's like, flash the red light at him. So they start flashing the red light. But Brigtown had just got a brand new light. Huh. And it's designed so that the audience can't see the light. Yeah. So he's getting flashed like crazy with this red light and no one else can see it. And he starts, what's going on? Look, you guys, he freaking out that explains that. You <laughs> see <laughs> what's happening, you know? And he's having like a freak out on mm-hmm. stage to the point that they like had to go on stage and just like get him, yeah, off. Help him off. Then like, they just played a John Heffer on YouTube video and rushed everyone those checks. Hmm. And they're like, we're sorry, like That's all sucks. this stuff. So they're like, there's no way John can do the next show. We're going to have you host we'll have the host feature and then the feature headline and so then i'm like this is awesome but all these people saturday night are showing up to see john yeah i can't and i'm the first person to go up Mm -hmm. i can't avoid that yeah you know and now if you were a more experienced comic let's say it's not your first (laughs) host <laughs> <laughs> you would be very aware that at the door they're letting people know mm-hmm. John Heffron's not gonna be there right. I don't have to say anything but I don't know this <laughs> so I'm taking it upon myself to be like I have to let the audience so I have know to
0: break the news you know? <laughs>
2: and I'm freaking out I don't know what to do uh, I was the feature I go up to him his name's Mike Eaton I was like you think I should like say something Mm -hmm. and I think maybe he said it jokingly in hindsight (laughs) but he did say tell him he's dead (laughs) and this is 30 seconds before I go on stage (laughs) and I'm like full (laughs) sinned (laughs) alright so I just go up there like I don't know if you guys heard or not (laughs) But John Heffron is dead. Oh, my God. And it, to this day, is my favorite experience I've had. <laughs> because I watched a wave of
0: emotion yeah. change Holy of just, shit. like, what? Especially because they're all his fans. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'm just like. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's too sick to perform aren't yeah. we happy he's not dead <laughs> did it hit though no
0: <laughs> just, you brought him down too yeah. hard
2: so <laughs> not, Damn. none of that tissue. hits yeah. and I'm like so then you have to try to recover yeah, I, like, and... I, I make a joke about it where yeah. I'm like wow I'm gonna have to dig myself yeah. out of this hole you know? And, that, and then yeah. I do I just oh, murdered myself.
0: That's a good that's a good thing because I've talked about I think last week we were talking about but it's just like calling out the elephant in the room like I think as a performer but as a human a lot of times when you're in any conversation it's like you know it's the best thing to do if you feel awkward about something a situation you're in just say it immediately as soon as you can and that will change your mindset immediately because you're going to feel better and not Feel embarrassed about it, but also get the audience to laugh about it. But so how did mm. the rest of the set go after? So
2: that? yeah, I just murder the rest of the set. To, <laughs> yeah,
0: to that Which up is to good. that
2: day, that's the best set I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like it just oh, okay. goes extremely well. Nice. And I get off stage, and management's like, "Get in here!" <laughs> <laughs> and I get in there hyped. Yeah. You know, I just killed my yeah. set, and they're like what was that and i'm like right (laughs) (laughs) dude right that was in me the whole time
0: (laughs) you're thinking they're gonna like be like oh man you're the best comic (laughs) you've seen yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. and they're like you said he's dead i was like (laughs) I did do that didn't I I shit be like
0: like, hey man hopefully boy told me to say that (laughs) and they're like the other comics
2: are pissed and I'm like what are you talking about they're like you can't go back in the green room and I'm like oh Oh, man (laughs) so then I just had to like hang out chill and hang out and they were like at the end of the show they were like you need to go apologize I was like yeah of course if like I offended him for sure I'll Mm -hmm. apologize it was not my intent So I go in there, and he's in the corner trying to survive, you know?
0: (laughs) So yeah, he was there the whole time. He was there, yeah. Well,
2: he was was informed of what I did, too. Because apparently, after I said that, one of the comics then went back and told him, like, you're not going to believe what the host just said. It's like, the host said you're dead. And then John was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And so then one of the other comics got extremely butthurt about that and tried to have me, like, taken off early. But mm-hmm. I went back. I go apologize to John. I'm like, I'm sorry, John, if I offended you. Mm-hmm. That truly wasn't my intention. It was just a dumb joke I made in the heat of the moment. And John Heffron's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, why would he care? He's a comedian. He understands yeah, their jokes. I
0: mean, you could be offended by it, but like you said, I mean, If you comments, let it go on.
1: Yeah. You know, and then it becomes a Facebook right. post yeah. and everyone <laughs> dies at 49.
2: <laughs> yeah. If I don't immediately tell them afterwards, maybe. Yeah. And right. then I kind of just turn to the other comics, like, hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and then they're like, are you just hanging out or are you leaving? I was like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but I did win say, this yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
0: good it, sounded like, it you sounded like you handled it as well as you could uh, I mean yeah a lot better than in, that Dell City show yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah a lot better than that <laughs> but so, so that's a fun story for sure um, uh, I had a question well like kind of just going back to just when you started comedy What what made you want to get into comedy in the first place like was there any inspiration did you always want to be a comic and just kind of finally got to the nerve to try it and get started or i think that
2: there's something in me that's always wanted to be a comic Mm -hmm. but i wasn't aware of that for a while because i have like memories of watching like not even watching i have memories of thinking about Mm stand-up in the first grade
0: oh okay i have
2: no (laughs) frame of reference of what stand-up i could have possibly seen at that point Mm -hmm. but i remember thinking like that's a cool job because you're just sitting there talking Mm -hmm.
0: like or standing in front of a mm crowd with a microphone i mean that's kind of like i or i think of that kind of memory as a child and it's like you've Even if I hadn't seen any stand-up, you'd seen somebody, you know, tell jokes, and you'd probably seen like Late Night or something, Mm -hmm. you know.
2: And so I think that uh, as I got older and I realized like, oh, I don't have the skills to do this, or Mm -hmm. I don't have the drive to do that. I was like, I still like comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, like, in college, I would watch stand-up for hours yeah. on end. Just like back to back, just because it like was so interesting. And then I the club was hiring, Breaktown Comedy yeah, Club, and I was like, This is perfect. Like yeah. I can just watch the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't even have yeah. to pay to see the <laughs> so comics. That was your initial
0: yeah. thought was like I can just this like working in a movie theater, it's like, oh the free movies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like- and
2: then I was just like watching comics mm-hmm. and you're like I could do yeah, this. Yeah, you start and,
0: start seeing yourself in that position, and you're like, "Oh, maybe."
2: And I had been writing jokes for yeah. like three years up okay. to that yeah. point oh, with yeah. no mm-hmm. reason for it. You just it's not like writing. I was like, "I'm gonna take these yeah. on stage."
0: I was just writing them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You, mean, you like, just liked it. You were just sitting there mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's a good." One. It's yeah, like it you're subconsciously preparing yourself in a weird way, mm-hmm. probably. Um, yeah, it seems like or interesting that what you you said about. I think you know, when you're looking for a way to express yourself however it is, like in an in art form of some kind and finding the one that you like, because I mean, we talked about playing instruments, you try guitar, try you know music, and you're like, yeah, this isn't for me, but you find comedy and you're like, oh, I can do this using your voice and your sense of humor and expressing yourself into the world. I think that's what we're all trying to look for. So it's cool that you found that in that way. And,
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. It's, like, something I can't imagine life without at this point. Right, yeah, that's cool.
1: You would always just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you weren't getting anywhere. Yeah, even if I was
2: still just hitting JJ's (laughs) every week, I would still go because, like, it's fun. Like, I feel, like, mentally, like, unstable when I haven't done mics Mm -hmm. in a week. Oh, really? Like, last week, I hit one mic before it two i think one or two mics before the trip and i was losing it i was like it is not okay up here yeah like i gotta get this stuff what do you think it does there. for you um i think it just like declutters my mind because like it's not even like new thoughts that i'm saying up there it's all things i've thought mm-hmm. but it's kind of like all right I, I got the comedy done and now i can just chill
0: you can present whereas, it, right? Whereas, in.
2: like, if I haven't done comedy in a while, in the back of my mind, I'm like, can I still do comedy? Oh, um, yeah. like yeah.
1: Every Tuesday, I'm like, can I still do this? Yeah. <laughs> you go up to Bricktown. That's usually whenever I get the most nerves It's right before Bricktown on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But uh,
3: hmm.
1: um, I like the idea of, like, really coming together as a collective with the comedy community mm-hmm. and, like, working with each other. That's something I like about Jen Shamron and Dave... Branch and Tanner when they had that uh, roast mania at Bricktown. Mm.
2: My name is Jennifer Shamron. I'm going to be in a roast show at Bricktown Comedy Club. Sunday, August 27th, 7pm. This is how good I am at roasting.
3: See that guy? Hey you, where'd you get your beer from? Walmart?
1: Is right. they came together and did like reels and stuff. Yeah, collaboration. Yeah.
0: No, but I think it's Oklahoma City and, and, you know, Tulsa and it's like, I mean, Oklahoma City itself, including Norman, including, you know, it's so, it's pretty big and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of space. I mean, a lot of people that they want to go to shows, people need to be entertained. (laughs) I mean. And I think it's like the trip opened my eyes to like, we
2: could be doing so much more at so many more places. Yeah. Because like in New York, it doesn't need to be a bar it doesn't need to be a venue that holds shows Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a big room it needs to be a room somewhere (laughs) (laughs) a public space and they're They're like we'll make it work yeah and we could easily do that and then they also are all constantly on top of like posting about their Mm -hmm. friends stuff posting about their stuff Mm -hmm. making sure that like people want to go to these things Mm -hmm.
0: Like making it a bigger deal because I think something I've realized, and since Nick started doing comedy, I mean, especially this is like post-COVID and stuff too. That like it's so there's so many comics here, and there's so I think that there's definitely a a people like I said, people love comedy. Netflix, stand-up is one of the biggest things on Netflix, you know. People love going to see comics, but I it was just a interesting thing to see how much of a community there already was in Oklahoma City even before the pandemic you know meeting so many of you guys and it's like you guys have been doing this for a while you know it's like and and I think it's they've struggled but now there are the open mics available and yeah, there's a more lot, and more well, there was like a
1: little blow up I think a while back but uh <sighs> But I always feel like there's a disjoint... Like a disjointedness between mm-hmm. all of the comics, you know? Like there's kind of an old guard and like a newer one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I would like to see that mesh, yeah. you know? Because if we all kind of stood together, mm-hmm. ideally... Yeah, you, like you we could saying, bolster the comedy scene together. Make it
0: even... Like show how big it mm-hmm. is, I think, is a big thing that people you know? don't realize. It's like, oh, there's a lot of comics out here that are doing a lot of work. And it's like, you don't... It's like most normal people that don't know any comics or don't know, it's like they go on Facebook and look what comedy events are happening. You know, it's like if you don't have it up there, if your show isn't there, then how are they going to see it? Or if it's hard to find even. Exactly. It's like making it, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, if we all share each other's stuff, make sure that everybody knows there's mm. these events going on. Because every time you see
1: them, it's like an extra percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 2% more, percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Two more percent that they're so, willing to come.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that I try to push for with this, and I do myself. I'm always sharing other people's stuff that most of them, most of them I do know. I like to meet people and become friends with them, but it's like but it's even if I don't know them and it's like, I know who they are. It's like, Oh, they're doing a lot of work. They're working hard here. I'm going to share their thing too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't see it that very often, which in my, I do see it. It's like, Oh yes, this is <laughs> like, yeah, keep, yeah. I try to encourage that of course, but it's not nearly as often as it should be. Yeah. But I think, you know, it, I think a lot of it is this we will share stuff for our friends or maybe not. We should, <laughs> but it's like, we just need to all be better friends too. I think if we just get to know each other more then, you know, it'll be much easier to, to get that. I don't know. Maybe yeah, go towards the resistance. Um,
1: so the strategic communications, what, how do you think that's helped your comedy? You've told me about it a couple of times, hmm. but I figure it might be like, what, what specifically helps you form your ideas
2: make it effective or against the yeah. audience and uh make it fun i don't know if it's translated so the thing that helps the most is like the whole idea of it is turning your thoughts into things
3: mm-hmm.
2: like whatever medium necessary written video uh, like whatever yeah. so okay. that's helped a ton with joke writing where i'm i have the thought and the mindset of like this is what i'm trying to get to so mm-hmm. now it's just about making that a like concrete thing so I think that's helped a lot and then it also helps a lot in like reading a crowd mm-hmm. like I think a l- lot of comics and I struggle with it a lot too so I'm not like in any way perfect right. but a lot of comics struggle to pivot
3: yeah
2: if it's not going well mm-hmm. they're like I'm gonna keep pushing through because they just don't they haven't got it yet. So once they get it, they'll start liking these jokes. Mm,
0: but I Trying think, to, like, force the audience to understand what you're saying. I think with, like, the stuff
2: I got from Stratcom, it's kind of like, oh, I can see in their, like, body language. I can mm. see how they're reacting that, like, I'm not going to turn this around. I so can either can, yeah. pivot or lose this. What's
1: the point of no return to you? Like, what, you go, all let right, right, let's, let's switch it up.
0: Yeah, like, how quickly when i think it's it it's probably so helps hard you, to gauge when you recognize it you know that it's something's off or something i think that's kind of maybe how it helps in a way where you can uh because yeah like you said body language is a massive thing we all i think people don't recognize how useful it is to, to pay attention to that yeah. in, something in any case
1: that's helped me here recently is like uh, i'll pick like if i My stuff's real easy. It's, like, real digestible. It's all family stuff. I don't usually cuss or anything. Mm -hmm. I told one dirty joke. I just don't like the way it feels. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? So, like, it's really, but what I can recognize is, like, somebody's laughing, and then you go to them and try to make them laugh more, and then people want to be in on it. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing. But, uh, and then interactions. Yeah. Like, I use, like, the jokes as a jumping off point to, like, interact with people but as far as like reading that reading i don't even it's just it feels like it's almost like i'm in the moment you got to just kind of go with it Mm. i don't even know what i'm doing (laughs) you
2: know i don't even know if it's like a quantifiable thing i just think like in the moment i'm doing it Mm -hmm. and like either the laughs don't hit a certain way Mm -hmm. or i can see some sort of movement or i'm like it's a lost cause like we gotta like so it's just feel Yeah. yeah but i also don't write sets So that's part of it. Oh. Hmm. Like, I don't go up there with a plan of, like, I'm going to do this joke and then this joke and then this joke. I just go up with the first joke, the last joke, and a middle joke.
0: Hmm. So, like... Whatever fills in around uh, that, that's good. How do you feel that out?
1: So, like, you do your first joke, you're like, all right, let me go with, you know, my NPR jokes with this one. So,
2: like, um, I try to, like, gauge the crowd on the walk-up to just superficially be like what do i think these people would like yeah so that after the first joke depending on if that joke hits i can go into something that normally goes from there or it's Mm. like oh i see these people are this way so i'll try to go into this joke
0: oh nice nice that's good you kind of leave yourself open to pivot you kind of have pivot points if you will (laughs) like you're like okay i can go this way or this way depending on what they do to this uh reaction
1: it's kind of like an actual conversation you're like talking to somebody and you're like this guy does not like me talking about (laughs) dicks right now I'm gonna go switch to something
0: else."
2: (laughs) but I also don't think not a
0: dick guy (laughs) (laughs) I
2: don't think that's necessarily a good thing like I think it would be I think I would be a better comic Uh if I would sit down and like write a set out Mm -hmm. so it would be like Hmm. this can lead into this and then I'll have a callback for this and this to that but I don't think that's
0: different approaches like you know
1: well, John Heffron, I mean, I I listened to him on Hot Breath, and he talked about how he kind of like puts things together. And one of it was he does like a mind map thing, but he'll put his jokes on the mind map and then like kind of like get to different areas. Er- oh, so you mm-hmm. so can bounce shown. back and forth between yeah. different areas. It ideas. gives you a bird's eye view of what you're kind of messing with. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was before he died, you know? Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just like, more exciting uh, that way, you know? Yeah. Like it's like a tightrope because. Yeah. I also tend to drink before I go on stage. Mm-hmm. So there's a very real possibility that no jokes are going to come to mind.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And
2: I'm going to be like, well, I guess we'll start riffing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so sometimes does that happen? Does that you go up there and you're like, damn, where am I at? I think like for the most part, the audience isn't gonna be able to tell that like I'm losing it up there. Right? <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. But I'll throw in some filler words to be like, this will give me a time to think about. (laughs) Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, wow, you guys are not going to like this next joke, but I'm going to say it anyways. With no frame of reference of what joke I'm about to say.
0: <laughs> and then whatever comes out of your mouth, kind of like, okay, yeah, that's what
2: it is. Because I'm just like taking that time to be like, what jokes do you yeah. have? Yeah. What jokes have you done? Yeah. That's funny. So man, in I the like two
1: that. years, have you? how much time do you have total of like good stuff?
2: <sighs> I mean, who's to say any of it's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, it's how good, man. You're how really how good. long yeah. have you...
0: What's the longest set you've The longest
2: set I've done is like 25 minutes. Uh, Adrian... Dole booked me for a 30 to 45 in January so nice. that'll be my longest mm. but yeah 20 25 that's yeah. about yeah. I probably have, have like 30 to 40 ish mm-hmm. but the yeah, problem I mean, like, is you <laughs> if you aren't writing a set down mm-hmm. you're not going to recall every yeah. joke you wrote. half an <laughs> hour <laughs> yeah, yeah so and, yeah, that's it, what I'm working okay. on right now I'm trying to be more structured mm-hmm. yeah. do you so do you have a list or do you just kind of go
1: I mean is it all in here is it all in the brain I
2: have like notes and stuff of like just they don't say the joke they say like, like things reference. associated yeah. with it and <clears throat> like, that reminds me mm-hmm. of it but like I'll look through my notes and be like I don't remember writing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even know what this is talking about <laughs> I think we all got a little bit. that's pretty
1: normal yeah uh. Uh, let's see I wanted to ask oh so you work for bark entertainment and you're kind of like up against bookers like you know you, you weren't you friends with the, the old booker Josh
2: uh I mean I knew him yeah. I wouldn't say like we're friends we weren't like talking regularly or like things like that
1: okay yeah but in, in, in comedic networking you mean yeah you, I you knew him, him and you kind of yeah, worked once. So, I mean yeah. did you work with him too is that true?
2: Uh, no, I don't think I've done any shows with Josh. Okay. I mean, I've seen him before, and I knew who he was before. Like, I worked for Bark. Like, I'd just seen him on Reddit as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nice. nice. That's really cool.
1: But the uh, so the question would be like, if you're looking to get out there, or you say you're going to Bricktown, how do you get up on? How do you get to open? How do you get to be known and work for Bricktown?
2: So, I mean, Bricktown, they're a super cool club. They're really down to, like, give people chances and work with people. Uh, they've made it easier now because you can just, like, submit on the website. Yeah, I do To, that. Yeah. like, host and stuff. The key is, like, just getting known by them. Mm-hmm. Like Getting on their radar. It doesn't matter how hard <clears throat> you murder the open mics if they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you got to build a relationship with the club you got to come when it's not just opportunities for you Mm -hmm. like they want people that are a part of the community and supporting the club they don't Mm -hmm. just want just good comments that's uh, that's what i've
0: said it's like just hang out you have to hang out there and Mm. go there and you know actually you know be a patron of a place i think that most places i say this about like if you want to play at the blue note as a musician Hang out at the Blue Note. <laughs> yeah. That's the number one thing that you have to do, I think, if you you know and if you don't already know anyone there or whatever. It support mm-hmm. the things you want to see. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. whenever I realized that it was like down the street from my house, like it was yeah. like maybe ten minutes away, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna be here every day no yeah. matter what. Like mm-hmm. it's I was there for like a year before I even got up. I was mm-hmm. just like, and I knew who you were. I knew yeah. all, I had my favorites. I thought you were a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but but like in a fun way, I was like, "This guy's good," yeah. you know. And then Brandon, I was like, "That guy's killer." And but then you would see other people go up, like newer people, and you'd be like, "Oh, I could probably,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I probably pull that off. I can at least stand up there and stammer." Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So That's I cool. I went ahead and just I started I booked that because JJ hit me up. I asked him like, "Hey, how do you do the hosting thing?" He's like, "Well, you just sign up at the mm-hmm. at the bottom of the open mic." Links at the very bottom. It says, "I would like to
2: host." Do you sign up on the open mic link or no, 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 on the, the Bricktown website? The Bricktown.
1: The one at the bottom. It says, "I would like to host a show."
2: Okay, go to the Bricktown website. I yeah. think that that's an old one.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, JJ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go to the Bricktown website. Go to the contact page. Okay. And then. like scroll down a bit and there's like a click here okay
1: yeah i'll check that out yeah i'll send it i've already got everything ready now
2: did it say you needed a clean video Uh because the old ones okay you probably did the right one the old one said clean Uh, well i
1: did that one and then once i realized like oh it's just on the website i went to a bunch of websites around the midwest Mm -hmm. and i just sent my stuff i was like hey i'd like to just host or
2: That's that's the way to do it. I mean, closed mouths don't get fed. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that all my life. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) All right. I think for the most part. Oh,
1: what are some of your favorite comics, man? Some of my
2: favorite comics. Um, I mean, of all time, Norm Macdonald, killer. Uh, Dimitri Martin. I see that. Yeah. Doug Stanhope. Uh. Kyle Kinane. That's probably like all time. Mm-hmm. Currently, like my favorite. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, it's cliche, but I mean, Mark Norman. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like everyone's favorite right now. Mm-hmm. He's a killer. Um, you know who Drew Michaels is? Mm-mm. He's. Underrated, he's sure. super cool. He does a lot of one man show stuff too. Uh, he has an HBO special, he's super dark but very funny and like super thought provoking. Like, the stuff he says, you're like, Wow, that's I would have never thought of that, but that's an extremely intelligent point.
1: Nice, I'll have to check him out for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, but like one more, we'll do one more. Hardest bomb hardest bomb yeah one that sticks
2: with you that wakes you up at night <laughs> um I mean it's not necessarily a bomb per se but the if i am up at night thinking about wow, I should have done that better. I think about losing a roast battle to my ex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? I need to do it over again. Yeah, just, <laughs> what
1: did she bring up?
0: <laughs>
1: just kind of you got any, like a highlight?
0: Highlight.
1: Was it the small dick? <laughs> uh,
2: um, no nah, she was like everyone knows about that i don't even have to <laughs> <laughs> uh she talked about my nose so uh, that, you, was yeah. <laughs> that was good Nice, nice uh she talked about me uh never making her finish I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like i didn't with know with the nose i didn't know we could just lie mm-hmm. up here but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I, I do replay that all the time. I'm like I should have had better comeback.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were trying to be nice. You're pulling punches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no,
2: she deserved to win. She was she's a killer. She is though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. I I'm pretty impressed with the people that we have here. Like,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, like you said, it's. I mean, it, it made me feel a lot better when you were like, in New York, they're not like better as much Ooh. as they're just
0: like work harder. work harder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, okay, so I guess the final thing is really about um what do you think is the the biggest challenge for us here in the city specifically, but as a performer or comic for sure, but um what is the biggest challenge? What do you how do you how do you think we should overcome it? And especially particularly for younger people trying to come up and do you know, be a performer?
2: Um, I'd say like
0: it's all about community.
2: So like. it. None of us are going to make it. As performers. If we don't have audiences. Mm-hmm. And we can't have an audience. If whatever sector we're in. Music, comedy, improv, acting. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Isn't a part of the community. Like we have to. Do things outside. Of our specific niche. And support other things. So that people are like. Oklahoma is a state for comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, when you think of New York, you think of comedy.
0: Yeah. When San you think Francisco of, like, <clears> throat>
2: throat> some places in California, you mm-hmm. think of comedy. When you think of Austin, Texas, you now think of comedy. Yeah. Like, But it's not always been like that. It's that they took what they had and they made it a part of the community and made people want to be a part of it mm-hmm. to the point that that's just their identity now. Yeah. So I think, like, we can do that. It's just like... Like we were saying, the comedy has to come together more. We have to work together. We can't be, like, so divided. And just expanding out to not just comedy. Or not just music. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I want to throw a show at a roller rink. Hell yeah. I think that would be so cool. I think there's people that don't care about comedy that would still come to that. Because yeah. that's a fun idea. Yeah. And I think if you keep pushing the envelope with those things, it's only a matter of time before everyone on your facebook is like i gotta come to the next show at the haunted house or I gotta <laughs> come to the show at the neighborhood pool yeah. yeah
1: yeah so is there anything what are you doing to make that happen
2: um so right now i'm trying to like start working on getting like a group of people that we can start consistently making reels and stuff because i think if you can get like a following making some sketches then you can start making reels that are related to the events you're throwing mm-hmm. and if you can right. make those then people are going to really start coming in. Yeah. if you can be associated with throwing really good shows anyone will have it
1: yeah yeah you're right and also it's like having a show is almost like a currency it feels oh like. yeah yeah because i've had you know sam miller is Mm, he's a
2: comedian I don't know if I do know Sam Miller.
1: But but uh, he's, he's a hard he's a hard working dude I just followed him I just found him and, you know, He's just like, but then one day out of nowhere he like hits me up he goes hey man do you have a show I can jump on I'm running by yeah.
0: on these dates uh, and I was just like no
1: I don't <laughs> but thank you so much yeah, <laughs> like, that's
0: cool you know. yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's man. well because you had talked about that recently it's like now people are looking at you as the showrunner and yeah, because man. you put shows together which is cool I think it's cool because it's like now I mean we're in control of some of these things it's like you can put a show together and it's like why not Even it's not anyone hard, can do it it's like it. a mic
1: <laughs> yeah a mic and some lights and I got those spotlights now that Ryan. run on batteries so it's mm, like easy. yeah you can do it but the plan is to do it we're making the van into the clown car <laughs> and it's gonna have like I got it set up right now to where it'll uh, you'll have it'll basically the side door open you just pull out the stuff you set up it you set up the like right in front of the sliding door as like the stage and then you can come in and out the back you don't have a curtain so you just like come out the That's side tight. door <laughs> but uh, my PA I got an inverter that'll run off of the the, uh, the van so then the PA will run off the inverter mm. and then uh, I have the spotlights that are battery and they last 90 minutes so our goal is to just run around town and just do ambush
0: comedy that's tight yeah and just like (laughs) pop up
1: even if like the cops show up or whatever just like pop up somewhere do it and then load up and go
0: yeah that's like yeah like you said i mean it's a different idea of Mm -hmm. something to incorporate comedy and you know show it i think in a different light in a way like you said in a rolling ring or whatever Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i think there's so much we can do Mm -hmm. so many
0: avenues that
2: are not explored Mm Mm-hmm and we have an awesome scene so like we can yeah.
0: make it happen yeah, yeah. The people are here I mean the performers are out there to, to do it it's like you said finding the audience or, or I think it's you know sh- making sure the audience knows about these things is a big key yeah well
1: um, I mean and like you said I mean if if anybody comes down and they're like, hey, I want to do a show, it's like, jump in the van, dude. <laughs> We're going to <laughs> do something. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the idea on That's that. It's like, if anybody shows up, like, hey, I want to do a show, it's like, well, I got this <laughs> you van. I got do some candy. A show any stuff. Day, yeah. but, uh, but that, and then um, the real, re- I mean, one of the main reasons why I started doing shows is I just wanted something to do every month.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? mm-hmm. Oh, for That's a good reason, for mm-hmm. sure. Liz was like, she likes hosting events, mm-hmm. so she's like, you know, so she's always like helping and stuff. And then after you do so much, I feel like it just, people start asking you. Yeah. You know?
2: Cause I mean, and, it's, yeah. Like, and it's a good show. Like, Lively Beer wakes for sure, is, like, one of our best local shows. Mm-hmm. It's a fun
1: Well, they're, they're there for it. Like, Lively's, yeah. like,
0: take over the place. Yeah. we don't
2: care. It's and super cool. cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there's tons of breweries. Oh, because you're doing a show, uh, well, today, technically, on oh, yeah. November 24th. Is that right? Mm. Right? So it's mm-hmm. uh, Friday, the Black Friday show. Um, yeah, free show, so yeah, that's it's a up. real deal. Well, so upcoming events: we got Black Friday Jokes That Broke comedy show, November twenty fourth, eight p.m., featuring Brandon Killo, John McMillan, John Wallen, mm-hmm. Sin Ham, and hosted by Kayvon Tagazade.
2: Yeah, man, that's a killer that's line. A line. Like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come
0: out there. Where is the place? You know. Uh,
2: it's on 39. 39.
0: Okay. Uh, it's in like Bethany area. Okay, yeah. Uh, I know that area. Yeah, it's a cool, cool strip down there. They've got some stuff.
2: It's a nice little quaint little bar. My uh, yeah. friend Mitchell used to work
0: there. Cool. Well, that'll be a fun one for sure, and it's free 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 show that's awesome Black Friday. i love to so deal stuff. yeah that's a good <laughs> idea half off all free shows <laughs> uh, i just wanted to shout out small business saturday in the plaza will be saturday go shop local for christmas if you can uh there's tons of cool places in the plaza i always like shouting out the plaza because it's my favorite place <laughs> i mean to hang out the arts and the um art community there and the shops so check that out um, Saturday. Also Saturday my friends at Mycelium Gallery will be doing I mean, they've got lots of ornaments going on right now like lots of handmade stuff made by local artists but they're gonna have a uh, Mycelium sessions with Ex Machina doing some music and kind of just chill hang out Saturday at the gallery but go in there and, and they've got some cool stuff for Christmas presents. So nice. I'm probably going to go buy some stuff for, you know, like the little ornaments and they're not expensive. Yeah. I mean, they're all handmade local artists too. What are you going to get me? What are you got to get a Christmas tree? Well, they've probably got something that's like, oh, this looks like something Nick. This is all random, very expressionist stuff. So it's all wild and kind of cool. Nice. I love it. That gallery is my favorite. So check that out saturday um also saturday is factory obscura is doing the future of sound sessions with the color of art because color of art is a cool thing they do like this uh, you, they put on events over the years now i mean it's been a while and they kind of slowed down since covid but they're coming back and they kind of like do it at different spots they used to do it at saints back in the day <laughs> before it was turned to Rad Bar, But it, they would have music, live music, and they would have people, you know, you could go up and paint and do um, they'd have like easels I think set up and stuff like that. So you'd paint along with the music and get inspired by that. And that's the whole idea. Oh, nice. But they're teaming up with Factory Obscura this time. So that'll be interesting. Anyways. Uh, so they have uh, the featured artists are from 8 to 830 Pop Souls songwriter Alyssa Danley, with poetry by Alana Benet. Eight forty-five to nine thirty, Neo Soul Metal music by Irvin Danoyosa, with feigning by Daniel Acuña. So that's my friend Daniel.
1: That's a little bit of something for everybody.
0: It'll be fun. Right. I don't know. Packy's heroes, I love it because they're just, like I said, very also expressionist kind of stuff and it's very cool just I, I get so inspired by that stuff as a, i'm a graphic artist but even as a musician and whatever i do it's like i take in visuals and kind of you you know take them in and, and you re-output it in somewhat other way i feel like with i don't know that's why i like visual art in particular um so check that out also next no, yeah, coming Wednesday, you were saying. Yeah,
1: so Wednesday is going to be the following week, Date Night with the Martin Dupross. They're putting on a little show, they do props, and uh, it almost has, like, it's improv vibe. Very,
0: yeah, just yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I, just, I just fun, look, dude. There's entertainers. That's yeah. why I look at them, you know. At Date Night with the Martin Dupross. That's right, and this time we've got Lynn Kay. Olivia Likett. Tyler B.E.
3: Spears. And Clown
0: Life Art.
3: Date Night. It's the only show in town that tries to get you laid.
0: And this time we're going beyond getting you laid. We're knocking you out of this
3: world. Into the troposphere. Oh, beyond the troposphere, into the stratosphere, brother. Into the... Exosphere.
0: Funny, just silly humor, but it's very fun and funny. Date night with the Martin DuPros at Point A Gallery, which is a new spot. They're doing you can do comedy there. I mean, sure hit them up if you wanna put a show on there, they're probably interested. So that'll be a fun one. But the date night with the Martin DuPros is the only show in town that tries to get you laid. That's the (laughs) That's the tag. Uh, I mean that's good. They they're gonna try their best. Yeah, this is like it's up you know, you gotta seal the deal yourself, but uh so yeah they're awesome okay so yeah five dollars check that out november 29th on wednesday nice what do you got you got anything coming up things you want to know about you want to show um,
2: um out? i think oh i got ugly flamingo on the 29th with trap masters oh that's oh, so nice.
0: on wednesday uh the 29th yep. yeah um yeah Nick, we went out there that's a cool spot yeah so I like is, that, that one. is that miss kitty
1: yep yeah, yeah. Then she's letting people just kind of take it over and mm. run it or host it you know keep it alive it's a really great spot to like I feel like that was where I took five two five minute sets and put them together for the first time oh like yeah. a 10 minute set and then she let me host one time to practice mm-hmm. and then it's a really great place to like what do you call it uh just like cut your teeth you know yeah like, it's tough well I don't
0: know yeah. it's not even tough man I they're drunk it was a fun time <laughs> yeah. I, cause that was one of those shows whenever you did it and it was just, like, it wasn't a huge crowd. There was a couple tables, and, like, but everybody was just having a great time. It was just, like, yeah. one of these kind of communal, like, everybody was just there kicking it, having fun, you know? Like, <laughs> And that was kind of like the show I felt like at uh, the last Friday show that you put on. That oh, the Put a Cork in put It? Put a Cork in It. Like, yeah. that, I felt like that was a good... Crowd vibe, like everybody was just there hanging out. I don't know. Whenever you get well, that, that
1: table of swingers. Yeah, there was like a table. Of, yeah, dude, it was. They were old too. They were like fifty, sixty. There. So they were swinging they were, a lot. Yeah. You know? Wow. This old lady was like, because I have that joke about um, you know, my dad dating this lady who has like this thing that shocks her heart, right? And this lady was like, I got one. Yes. She's like, every there, time my yeah. titties bounce, it goes off.
0: <laughs> I was like, you're just bragging, dude. <laughs> like, you <know? laughs> Yeah, there were. It was yeah. a little much, but they were having a good time. So, and the comics were all yeah. like having it fun with them, you know. So that yeah. was the, That's why I liked seeing that. Whenever it's like the crowd is really, I think it makes them feel a part of it in a way. It's like yeah. you're a part of the show. Not that you should, but I mean, it it can be fun. I think. Kurt
1: and Tammy, dude. Kurt and Tammy. Is that there? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that that was like. And the best part about that is, like, you go right out and it's the river, right? So, So you know where Michael Murphy's is? Hmm. It's just underneath that. So, if you go out, and then what we did, like, it was a little. Like people were coming in but yeah. I was like come on Dave we're going to go Let's get go. some people mm-hmm. and we went out and I was just like introducing myself there was like a crowd getting on this boat yeah. and I was like there listen up go. everybody <laughs> we got this show over here I had a kid who was like
2: thank you sir yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for <laughs> your pretty, service but we got like four couples yeah. off the oh, street nice. yeah that just Bricktown that's like, a good thing I mean that's a good I think obviously there's Bricktown Comedy Club but like you saying there's so many other spots in Bricktown that you could turn into a comedy mm-hmm. show and that's the, the people that want to go to see a show you know after dinner or whatever yeah, or they're
1: just a- people aimlessly walk downtown yeah, They're, yeah, they're just looking, looking for stuff to, stuff to do, do just yeah. bad boyfriends <laughs> not planning you
0: know? yeah so it's like Bricktown could be a, a much bigger scene for comedy easily yeah I think it's on the way to it yeah hopefully I always say that about Oklahoma City I mean I can't wait to see this city in the next 10 years or 10 years from now and just to be like you know I think it's going to be so much bigger and so much more stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, it's exciting, but, uh alright, so, that's it. Alright, we did it. it, guys. for hey, the show. Thanks, man. Thanks first for comic. Coming, man. Thanks that's first coming. Awesome. yeah. We finally got a comic on this show. Yeah, every one of them just like, bailed. I mean, like, <laughs> nah, we've never had any real comics. I mean, we got the funniest comic
1: in OKC, so, Fine, yeah. we finally get that bump.
0: But, uh, <laughs> no, this, is, this has been a lot of fun and thank you. Thanks for, Giving us a couple hours of your time to come by and talk to us about your your craft. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Appreciate it. Um, so, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we still got an email address if you want to email us
1: yeah. <laughs> some reader mail. We'll make fun of it. And, <laughs> and we still haven't got any. since the 11th episode. 12th <laughs> episode. <laughs> We're really looking forward for Liz to send us something if she ever watches these. The uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah email us fun. at rhythm and wit at gmail.com if you want any comments or concerns or you want a shout out um we'd love to hear from you so uh so that's it thanks for watching and uh we'll see you on the next one bye guys Peace. <laughs> <laughs> That Ariel's black. It's not racist to include other
2: races. It would be racist if they changed aspects of the story because they thought that better fit a black Ariel. None of you would on board for this joke. <laughs> if they call it the real mermaid. <laughs> it would be racist if her dad's not in the movie. <laughs> it would be racist if she drowns. by continuing this joke. <laughs> <laughs>